what is it? Uh, the fast times at Ridgemont High. Thing. Oh no! Don't do a quote. No. 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 Live it. No. But it's Judge Reinhold. I don't care. Whoa. I'm Gen X, and I do not care. No. 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 Come on, Mister. No. Yeah. No. No. Fine. Buzzwords. What are they? Well, every industry has them, and voiceover is no different. So let's talk about some of them. Victoria, what the hell is a hold? A hold is when they pencil in the date, like this is when it's going to happen. And it's between you and a couple others casting all the fun things. And they want to make sure that you're available for that session time. Sure. So you don't double book or whatever. Right. But I don't think it means you've booked it. Yes, it means you're in the short list. Yeah. But if you're not available for that hold, then... Then you're not getting the job. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was right. the last one that I had, I think. It was between me and one other guy. They they liked me a little bit more, but their other guy was I heard his audition. I don't think I was supposed to, but I did. <laughs> he was he was good. Uh, I thought he was better than me. But yeah, I, I got an avail check and then a hold. And then I booked it, but it, I hadn't booked it yet until after the hold. So they had to make sure that I was available that day that they wanted to record. Which, of course, I said yes. And even if I had to... Was that the one? I don't remember if it was that one or a different <laughs> so one. Many. I don't, so no, many I don't remember if... It, there's not that many. But I don't remember so if it was this one or a different booking. Because I had a couple right around the same time. I had to get a, a filling replaced. I, I lost oh, the filling. So I had to get a filling replaced that morning. Oh. I think it was this one. Um I went to the the dentist and I said, "Uh, so I'm recording a national commercial later. Um, (laughs) Let's let's skip the Novocaine, okay? (laughs) And you said it just like that too, right? They're like, well, we can try. (laughs) The dentist said, don't worry about it. You'll be fine. (laughs) Yes. My dentist was Steve Martin. (laughs) And I had to come home and feed Audrey. Yes. Well, go ahead and tell us then, you you brought up the avail. So what's an avail versus a hold? So they're kind of related. But the avail is not saying, hey, we want you to hold this date. They're saying, are you available on this date? Right. So you're not booked yet, but you're in the final running. Is this the same as shortlisted? No, it's beyond shortlisted. Usually. So shortlisting is is you've auditioned and you're among the top, you know, two or three or however many you might book the job. And maybe they'll have a callback or maybe they'll maybe then they'll give you an avail check or, or whatever. But um, so and it is possible on that shortlist. They'll pick a few just to get their avails to see if they're right. available. Gotcha. Okay. And then they'll put you then they take whomever based on mm-hmm. that and put you on hold. Right. But it still doesn't mean you've booked it. <laughs> right. You, you haven't booked Dang. it until you, until you're told uh, yeah, you booked it. But yeah. Yeah. And a veil check is a good sign. It means like, hey, we're really, really interested. Are you available to record on, you know, Wednesday or Thursday well, this week or Monday next week or whatever? That's always good. And you go, yes, yes, I am. Yes. It, unless you yes. already have something else scheduled. Yes, you're available. And you mm-hmm. figure out how to be. Yes. Duh. Gotcha. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, unless it's something you just don't want to do, I suppose. But well, I mean, I had shoulder surgery scheduled at one point. I'm like, that is, you should book out, which is another term. 
um, booking out mm-hmm. with your yeah. reps to let them know these are the dates you're not going to be available. Yeah. Um, and that's usually not just for audition purposes, but you wouldn't be able to um, say that you're available. You can't be put on a veil and you wouldn't be able to hold that date mm-hmm. because you've got a different commitment. So right. once you are on hold and should you have multiple agents or multiple reps or any of that, um, put it on your calendar, your shared calendars, let the other reps know, hey, um, I'm booked out because you, you're on hold for a project. So, sure, right. but yeah, yeah. Which, you know, to a, to a certain point kind of sucks because a lot of times you'll get put on hold for multiple days. Yes. Oh, I've, I've had them constantly move like, oh, we're moving it back a week. We're moving it back a week. We're moving it back a week. Right. So oh, it's wow. like, well, I blocked my calendar for this and then you didn't do it. That kind of sucks. Yep. But yeah. yeah, at the end of the day, hopefully you still booked the job and you still get paid and it's all good. But, you know, if you're potentially missing out on something else because you've said, yes, I'm available. Yeah, and it, because you, know, you blocked it out. And, mm, well, and that's, that's the no thing good, too. But. So on the on-camera world, and I'm I'm honestly not quite sure how that works in voiceover, but I think there is this whole, it has to be done within, before a 24-hour window, um, because that actually did happen, actually. Um, they waited until day of to cancel the session. So I got paid the session fee. Mm. Ah, that was going to so be if my you question. Are, yeah. Um, and that only happens really if if it's not something that you've booked on your own. So right. if you booked something on your own, it's like if you haven't stated that up front, like you still owe me a session fee if we don't record this date because I've blocked mm-hmm. it and I can't book other work, then there's, you know, that's a problem. But if you have reps doing that for you, yes. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like a, a topic of contracts. Yeah, or, and it's probably a union thing mostly, right? Mostly, but I think just across the board, if you have a rep working for you on union or non-union jobs, because they they go through all of the, you know, loops and hoops trying to make sure that you are available and you are, you know, on a hold. And they're aware of that. And a lot of times when I have booked something, I have to let my reps know when the job is completed because they're not on, you know, they're they're not with me in the session so they want sure. to know so that then right. they can go and follow up and do all the billing and like, was it over the hour? Um, was it longer than whatever the session agreement is on that contract? So it helps to have them looped into that whole. Well, also it, it lets part. them know when they can book you for the next one. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Especially like in your situation where it kept getting postponed, postponed, they can't do anything with you. Right. And it, right. can I just say that one never booked because it was the pandemic happened. <laughs> Yay. Oh, so, yeah. Pandemic. It was a national booking, too. And it was ah, it kept, moving, kept moving, kept moving, kept <sighs> moving. Okay. But you're not bitter at all. I get not it. Not at all. No, no, no. Does not have any headspace. Not bitter. Just a little bit disappointed. Yes. Yeah. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. Well, so how about audition terms? Yeah, how Get, about that? Uh, ABCs and AABBCC. What are those? Yeah, uh, it sounds like uh, you know this is this comes up when you're doing you know in your auditions, or um, it actually comes up even when you're doing demos. Uh, you know, they ask you, give me three takes of something, uh, the same line. Just give me three feels on it, and that's your moment to shine. That's when you. Do three completely different takes. 
different style of voicing, uh, different speeds, you know, just something different. Um, they're not asking for impersonations, but it's ABC, three different takes. Well, so you're actually talking about three in rows, which yes, I am. is a little bit different. So three in oh. a row, like you said, it's, it's, you know, they'll say for this line or mm -hmm. for these couple of lines or, or, you know, maybe for the tag or give me three in a row. And gotcha. yeah, you want to do it three different ways, different tonality, different uh, energy, different, you know, enunciation or emphasis on different words or whatever it is. Obviously, it still needs to make sense within the context of the script. You're not oh. going to, you know, if you're doing like a little kid TV show thing, right. you're not going to suddenly have like some really super scary voice that doesn't work. Yeah, I suppose you could, but I they're like, not going to hire you again. Was, was that a challenge? <laughs> yes. I throw challenge. the gauntlet down and challenge you. Uh, but you know no, a, a, B, C, A, A, B, B, C, C. That's more of, especially in like animation, if you're doing multiple interpretations or versions of a character. So you've got like two or three different character voice options in your head. Often they'll say, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to give us two different takes on this character mm -hmm. do you know, ABC. So do all the lines in one character and then mm -hmm. all the lines in another character. Sometimes they want to hear character one, character two on line one and character one, character two on line two and character one, character two on line three. So that's the difference between ABC and AABBCC. I personally would still record them all together and then mm -hmm. shuffle stuff around. Right. Because, really? yeah, because otherwise it's harder to maintain the character if you're jumping between characters. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, Agreed. Obviously that doesn't Agreed. work if you're doing it live in a session, but I don't know any, any would, would ever ask for that in a session. I think that's I've more had them say in session, auditions. all right, let's do this ABC T to B. T to B. Top Never to heard bottom. That no? Oh. They've actually said, okay, we're going to do, so do this. So they want three in a row of the whole script. Top to bottom. Wow. Yep. I mean, it's usually, it's been a small little, it's more than. Like, like a 15 second or something. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's not sure. really extensive because otherwise it's like, um, I, I, I got I to gotta drink in between. Thanks. Right. Not. Notice it's, it's water you, again, it, guys. It pays Sorry. to be Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> it, I think it always pays to be Seth MacFarlane. Uh, okay. Maybe. Probably most of the time, yeah. Yeah. So let's, can we talk about alts, by the way? Because, alts, um, yeah. yes. So mm. I actually had uh, recently. That's the abbreviation of Al's name, right? <laughs> <That's true. laughs> it is. Wait. There we go. Hey, alts. Um, or it's kind of, isn't it also a medication? Oh, no, that's Tults. Sorry. Um, <laughs> what? It's, uh, here we it's go. It's a medication. Sorry, sorry. It's a pharmaceutical thing. There was a client I worked with, and they told me that they had pickup lines at the end. And not pickup mm -hmm. lines, because that means something totally different, by the way. Pickup line means something different to voice actors than it does to, let's say, parents, because... You know, that the pickup line is where you go through the school. Pick right. Up kids. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they said there were... Hey, baby, can I buy you a drink? That's a pickup line, too. Exactly. The pickup line is for exactly. loading and unloading only. Right. So There's there no you go. There's no parking in the pickup no line. No parking. <laughs> right. But seriously, they actually sent me over a script and had listed 
alts, but said they were pickups. I'm like, Hmm. No, (laughs) this is additional text. And it meant that, you know, my agent had to go back and say, yeah, this is more to record. Pickups would be if there were errors in the script or or if something was rewritten and we want to add something in there, let's let's pick up that line and do it again. Right. So but it was really it's like these are called alts. These are, you know, they were looking for alternate endings to sure. a particular spot. And it's like that it, you get charged, you know, the client gets yeah. charged for that. It's not like, unless you've signed yeah. a contract that says unlimited lifts edits and please don't do that. Um, there's way Which too many contracts that say that. Happens a lot. Right. But there's, yeah. there's a lot where they're asking you to record those alts, those alternate lines. So, yeah, alts often show up in auditions, too, because they haven't necessarily settled on what the final text of the right. script is going to be. Yeah. So they've maybe got two or three different versions of two or three lines throughout. And so, yeah, alts are the alternate versions of a line. Yeah, I've seen them when it's it's you've got a um, a short script, 20 mm-hmm. seconds, 15 seconds, and they're not sure how it how it's going to read. So the alternate is usually a shortened version right. of the ending. Slightly, slightly reworded, yeah. Sure. And oftentimes what I see is they'll ask, you know, read all the way through one time or two times or whatever, including alts. So, you know, if it's like line one and then line two has two alts and then line three mm-hmm. and four, read line one, then line two, then line two alt, line two mm-hmm. alt, then line three and then line four. And if it's two takes, then you do the whole that whole thing again. I kind of, there's a lot lately that are just one take all the way through. Yeah. Ugh. Yep. Good times. I'm not a fan. <laughs> and it's poorly punctuated. Uh, it doesn't bother me. I often ignore the punctuation anyway. Yeah. Not it's that I'm one peri- one delivering my lines like Shatner, but, you know, <laughs> that oftentimes sounded like I'll, Shatner. Yes. <laughs> Did I say that I'll, loud? Gloss over a, a comma or meld two ideas together or whatever. I always learned that punctuation is for suggestion only. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, when it's written correctly, and it's not always, it defines the structure of the sentences, right? It does. So it's there for a reason. The commas give you a spot to breathe. Right, right. You know, and, and define a list of things. And, and so, obviously, if it's done right, the punctuation makes sense. But it's not always done right. No. So, caveat emptor. It's, it's, it's written to read. It's not written to speak. Often, yeah. yeah. Oftentimes, it's not even written to read. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. There's, yeah. there's definitely scripts that come through where you, go, you look at it and go, did, did you even read this? Right. Let alone read it out loud to see if it sounded okay. But did, did you did, even read this? Yeah. Did AI write this? Right. Uh, yeah. Ad-libs, unscripted Ad-libs. extras. We know nothing about unscripted extras. Um, <laughs> yeah, especially you. Everything yeah. you say is always scripted and on topic. It is. It is. <laughs> 100% all the time. All the Al. time. All the, all the time. It's a sprinkle of something special in the performance. Helps you feel alive. I feel alive right now. Does it help you feel alive or help the script and the story feel alive? Maybe both. Uh, to help the story <laughs> be more. If it's a dull script, I suppose it helps you feel alive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to help you sell your connection to the script. 
uh, we've already spoke about coaches, but that's what they're trying to do. You're trying to be a part of the script, and that's what ad libs do. They like the dirty. They um, people they like it. Dirty. They, they like the dirty. That's all I heard. We <laughs> like, like the dirty. Wow. Um, well, well, people don't speak perfectly. The bar after dark. I am proof of that. You know, there's there's stumbles. You know, there's little extra noises and sounds. That's all part of this. Al just called himself a dirty old man. I did. And then he talked about I noises did. and sounds. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Well, okay. I did. Well, you know, when you Thank get you old, your body groans and creaks and there's extra noises and <laughs> sure, sounds. There you go. <laughs> there's, oh. Uh, uh, which leads us to efforts. Like yes, which is exactly. primarily an animation and video game thing. Mm. Efforts. <laughs> efforts are the nonverbal oh. vocalizations <sighs> that, you know, your character is making when they're taking an action, when they're lifting a, a big, heavy <laughs> uh, uh, treasure chest. <laughs> or, you know, ah, getting stabbed or whatever it is, right? Right. Efforts. efforts. It's, the, it's the extra sounds that they're not usually in the script. It's usually ad-libbed. Um, there might be like a, a par- parenthetical that says, you know, make a dying noise or whatever. Which is why improv is helpful in this. Yeah. Take medium. an improv oh. class. Yeah. Yes. Take one. In order take, to know how one. to really take, take do whole some of those efforts. Yeah. It's super helpful. And there are workshops on that too, specifically mm-hmm. video game efforts. There are workshops on that that are fabulous. Sound like hmm. a tree in the wintertime with no leaves. And all of a sudden, someone cuts your branch. <laughs> what the? Okay. But, but yeah. do it colder. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Less oh. leafy. No leaves. No leaves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all of that. All of that. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, sometimes the, the instructions that you get for, like, just, like, it's not even a human character. It is something completely made up and... It, it, it'll tell you what's happening with your voice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You got stabbed by a knife. That, no, that, no. That's a in there. A bigger knife. You got stabbed yeah. by a big knife. And it's definitely on your left shoulder. So yes. get it right. Oh, okay. Yes, because that's you no longer sound have a right my, shoulder. Right. Exactly. No. <laughs> so you're like, hmm, okay. Um, can we talk about ADR <laughs> looping and dubbing? Oh, yeah. That's something you know about. I know a lot about the dubbing part of it, which I absolutely love. Um, I call it it's really, karaoke. It's not, I mean, it's not that much different than ADR and looping. They're kind of the True. same thing. Right? True. The difference being with ADR and looping, you're recreating the performance with the same or similar voice. Right. So you might be doing a little bit of voice matching on those. Mm-hmm. Or right. the original person who did it is re-recording it. True. Although a lot of times they've asked if I can voice match for a particular person and... Yeah. That I mean, and sometimes it's just doing those efforts, which is even funnier because you're like, yeah, does that does that sound like Jennifer Aniston getting shot? Okay, yeah, I can do that. So you know, this is a weird, really weird thing on the left shoulder. Um, but dubbing, I call like karaoke for voice actors because that's basically what it is. You sure. are taking a film that was in a different language, typically, sure. and or animation, or animation, correct? And now you're having to match it, at least with the lip flap or the mouth movements, 
time-wise, which is why I call right. it like karaoke, because when you're watching a karaoke uh, video screen or whatever that's sure. called, um, you know when you're supposed to sing a particular line because it highlights. Mm-hmm. Dubbing kind of does the same process. So Right. They've got the little streamer so of text fun. across so the bottom fun. of the screen usually. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Or a crawl, if you will. <laughs> yeah. So the difference between live action dubbing and, say, anime you're still matching the lip flaps, but obviously, like, you know, speaking English lines for something that originated in Korean or Chinese is never going to look the same. Right. So so then you're shooting for the time. Whereas right. with anime, they're shooting to actually match the lip flaps as close as possible because right. the mouth is just, you know, opening and closing or, you know, right. gritted teeth and whatever. But right. the translation for anime isn't necessarily the same words as the original anyway. Right. They're completely reinterpreting the story yeah. so that it fits. I mean, the people who do the translation for it are incredible because they yeah. they do it based on maintaining the same general overall story, but mm-hmm. changing it so that in the new language, it looks as if it was recorded that way as yeah. best as possible. It's Yeah. It's crazy. Is uh, because you brought it up, Victoria, you said voice matching. Would that be the mm-hmm. same as um, recording the clean version of a movie that had uh, um, F-bombs thrown in them? Oh, sure. When they wanted... yeah, 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 yeah. That's still ADR. What does is that stand it? for? Okay. I always forget. Um, automatic dialogue replacement, which is silly yeah. because there's nothing automatic about it. No. Really. Right. Um Although I don't think they do made-for-TV films anymore. Like, even stuff that is on the network, I'm hearing a lot of interesting language that wasn't allowed before. There's still the seven words you can't say. That hasn't changed. Oh. The seven words? (laughs) Yeah. That's another podcast now. You've seen Carlin's old thing about that, right? George Carlin's seven words you can't say. Yeah, and he says them all. It's great. And he says them all. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Right. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think for the most part, too, with dubbing, they do try to stay Mm. true to the story, but it's not always. So in particular, the one I was working on, there were some things that were said that couldn't be translated word for word. Mm. But you still want to make sure you can match the mouth as closely as possible. But it's still it's more of that timing thing like you talked about. Mm. But there there are certain things in our language. And this is across the board, no matter what language you're working in. That just don't translate, especially when it comes to um, idioms, right? Like throwing the baby Mm. out with the bathwater. You say that to somebody in Korean and they're like, you're going to be arrested. (laughs) Just, you know, like, (laughs) what did you do? You're going to jail for that. So, you know, just those types of things uh, that don't translate well. So you have to find an alternate way to say it so that it fits, but also within that time constraint. So it's, it's fun. I love dubbing. A dub all day. What other kind of buzzwords? A N N C and also A V O. They're um, abbreviations. Yeah. So A N N C stands for announcer. Mm-hmm. So hey, reading. how you doing? Yeah. So it's primarily, and it doesn't mean announcer voice, um, but primarily in a commercial copy, mm-hmm. you will yes. probably see for your lines, A N N C will be. The abbreviation or AVO, especially if there are other voice actor parts that are character parts, even if it's just like mom and sister or right. whatever. Sometimes they say FVO or MVO. Right. For, yep. for male or yep. female. If it's so male or female. Sometimes, yeah. 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 And you may have to file label 
with such language. Yes. Yeah. Definitely follow the instructions for file labeling. Oh, Please my do. gosh. Please Always. do. All the time. If you don't, you're not booking that job. Yeah. Because most <laughs> casting directors will just throw it out. Yep. Oh, you couldn't follow oh, that simple instruction. I'm not even going to listen. No. Nope. That's the things you're looking for. In this, as competitive as it is, I mean, they're almost looking for things to, to thin the... To say know, no. To call, call the call. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. to a certain point, right? Like some sure. casting directors, you'd, you'd hope that like all of them, but some of them, like they really want you to book the job, obviously, right? But if you're blatantly failing at the simplest of things, like naming yeah. the file properly... <laughs> It seems like something so simple, and it is. So it does. Do it. And sometimes when you're in a session and they say, take a beat, what's that mean? What's a beat? Hold on, let me take a beat. Okay, so taking a beat is just a brief pause, right? It's not a pause just for the sake of a pause. Usually it's you know, motivated by some internal thought or a, a shift in your emotion or a shift in your understanding of what it is you're talking about or something, mm -hmm. but it's a it's a pause at the, the most basic. So... When they say take a beat, it means just take a second, split second, think about what it is you're doing. I've been told um, not to take a micro beat in promo. So so like don't pause at all or don't just pause for a tiny fraction of a second. Right. So for example, next on CBS. Next on CBS. Don't do the next on CBS. They want it next on CBS, like all right. in one versus next on CBS. So it's, it's kind of like this, yeah. no micro beat, like, oh, okay, no micro beat, done. Yeah, well, because that's putting the emphasis on the wrong word anyway. On next. Right, because yeah. you're putting the emphasis on next, whereas Instead if CBS. anything is getting emphasis, it should be CBS. Right. Which leads into billboarding. Billboarding is putting the emphasis wow. on a certain <laughs> word. This guy is good. <laughs> It's like he knows what he's doing. It's amazing. I mean, I, I made the list of stuff. I didn't make it so that it could be segued like this. But See? Well, you know, that, that's, I, that's I improv. I did go to school for radio. That's, that's improv. improv. I've been to like UCB. Hello. Duh. So yeah, billboarding. Yeah. Especially in commercial copy, you will often be asked to billboard the product name or the manufacturer or the brand or whatever, right? And it's, I mean, how do you explain it? It's kind of like a beat you might there's different ways to do it probably most common is that micro beat and then hitting that yeah. that word just a little bit more oomph i've heard them call it give it a little zhuzh in yeah. session zhuzh ah, i'm gonna zhuzh yeah. it up zhuzh okay. it a little bit zhuzh. Hit the gas. okay and then i've had i've had a coach tell me give it a little hollywood I'm like yeah okay so uh, it's just gotta pop yeah. a little bit that's all but whatever not like they, you're scaring want. your audience Right. <laughs> right. Don't, don't, don't scare the don't make them jump out of their, you know, chair while they're watching television. Right. That's unless unless that's the point. Indeed. You know, maybe you're that's doing true. a Halloween ad and you yeah. wanna yeah. get that jump scare somehow. True. I don't know. True. Uh, and if it's on the script, it's on the script. And the script is often called the copy. So know what you're the reading. Copy. Yes, the copy, the copy, the script, the words, the dialogue. It's what yeah. you're reading. Do we know why it's called copy? Does anybody know? Is it because it was like probably we're giving you because a copy it was of a, it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Probably. But because I know there's there's the the term rip and read. You've heard that one before, right? It's like a, it's like a cold. It's read. been a it's while. Rip, rip and read. Yep. Um, do you know where that one originated? Take them off the. Uh, 
It came right off the teletype. The, you didn't pre-read it. You ripped it off right. the teletype and you read it. Ugh. Yep. And it's a cold read, which... I was going to say it came off the AP wire. the next thing on the list. What do you know? I'm blowing my own mind here. See? So cold read is, is reading a script without having previously seen it, previously practiced it. You just grab it, you go. And, and if you flub a lot, what happens? What do you need to do? Start over. Or? Profusely apologize. No, don't apologize. Well, if, Touch you've already, the mic. if you've already read the copy, you're done with the script, you've delivered it, you've done your thing with a client. Now they come back and they want you to do some pickups. Which we pickups. Oh, pick yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we kind of talked about already. Sure. Which is fine. Look what you did. Yeah, see? Yeah. You're welcome. I That's wasn't done here. with cold reads yet, but okay. Oh, sorry. Okay, well, cold reading. <laughs> Go ahead. Let's, let's... Well, I'm done now. <laughs> <laughs> that was improv, folks. Just improving. That was failed improv. Ooh, on my part. Wow. How? Because I didn't. I didn't pick up the ball that you handed to me. But see, there, th bad. there's another pickup. There you go. Yes, and <laughs> yes, and. So pickups we talked about. Yes, it's uh, <laughs> okay. re-recording something where usually where you screwed up. Usually it's not. Hey, here's a bunch of new stuff for you to do. Although right. you know, if it's a pickup session, you've yeah. already done the main session, and now. You know, after feedback from the client, maybe they changed some some of the script, added some new lines or changed lines But you usually get paid for that session as well. It's not like a... Uh, usually, I said uh, usually. I didn't get paid for my last pickup session. Ooh. Shame, shame, shame. Okay. Well, anyway. it was also a flat rate project. So there wasn't like right. a session fee or a usage fee. It was just, uh, gotcha. this is the rate. Okay. So, right. and the director did say... In the pickup session, like, if they don't like this, they're going to have to pay more because we don't have it in the budget for you to do another one. Like, okay, cool. Right. Okay. Or your pronunciation's wrong. Uh. Yeah, that one sucks in auditions, right? Like, it's funny because sometimes you'll get pronunciation information. <laughs> but then sometimes it's like, and obviously I'm not going to know how to pronounce this weird drug name. Right. Right. And you can't find it. Yeah, if it's brand new, you can't go look it up. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Can I just call Pfizer and ask? No, you can't because, oh, you signed an NDA too, just to audition. So. Oh, my right. God. Like you would right. hope that they're going to give you pronunciation guides, but they don't always. Right. No. And oftentimes it's something that you could probably figure out on your own. Like if it's something common, like a city name or something. Right. Yeah. This The drug names are the tough ones. They are. But it's funny. I've heard them on air. And I went, oh. And, and a Cole Reed. <laughs> oh, that's how you say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was not calling it that. Oh, it's analgesic. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Huh. Okay. There we go. <clears throat> Speaking of favorite. punching in. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a little punchy, yeah. are we? Yeah. Okay. So what oh. is, tell us about that, Al. What is a punch in? It's a recording technique. It is a recording technique, and you should be familiar with it as a musician. Yes, it's also often called punch and roll, um, which is related to it. It's in the re-recording. You could use it for, I've done it for pickups in long form, where you pronounce the wrong word. And then six months later, they send you your pronunciation list, and you have to go <laughs> through the whole thing again and uh, find the words and... Uh, Re-record them with the same feeling as you had months ago right. before the check cleared. Which, by the way, boys and girls, is why you're using non-destructive editor. Yes. 
<laughs> Otherwise, you're recording that whole job over again. Right? Don't do but it, But it's folks. also really nice when they punch it in for you no. while you're in a recording session in order to get it, so you can hear the way the delivery and you can kind of read along with it. So this has right. worked in, in a variety right. of genres, too. So even in dubbing, I would listen to the dialogue that was happening before they would punch in my lines. Right. So it was that, mm-hmm. that's kind of nice. Um, or you would do it if if we were re-recording a, a, a section. I think Al already said that. You just kind of hear, yeah. wait, da, 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 da. And you can read along with it because you know where you're going. And then you just keep rolling right. with it. So yeah. nice. Yeah. So usually there's there's a couple different ways that you can punch in. Yeah. If you're going back to just correct a mispronunciation or a small section, sure. oftentimes the start and end of the punched section will be set. So then when you hit record, it'll play back the however long leading into it so you can kind of get back into the rhythm and the cadence of the thing. Uh-huh. And you just keep going and it records during that window. And when it gets to the end of the window, it starts playing again. So you've just replaced that piece. Correct. For musicians, it's like, oh, I flubbed that solo. I'm just yep. going to re-record these two bars in the middle of you know this whole section. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't sound like, and this, and this program sponsored by... Mr. Black. Yeah. <laughs> You've yeah. never heard that? It's absolute worst. It, it, I have what no idea what you're in, talking about. You don't? No. Yeah. What they punched in has no feeling to the rest of the copy, to the rest of the recording. It's like, almost it's just like, vacant. Mm. You hear stuff like that on PBS a lot. And it's yes. different. It's, it's like, not, I don't think it's a punch in it, but it's because like the such and such show is sponsored by. Oh, right. was pre-recorded, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they have like gotcha. all the new sponsors in a yeah. completely okay. different voice or the same gotcha. voice with a totally different feeling um, and viewers like Black. you but but punch and roll i can tell you about punch and roll tell me about punch and roll will yeah i used it extensively on the audiobook that i did that had a mm. final runtime of 11 and a quarter hours and i only had seven pickups oh my seven. gosh nice. That's awesome. So it still took me, I still averaged like three to four hours per finished hour when I was recording. Sure. Which isn't awesome, but it's not terrible. Well, hey, Will, you don't suck at because it. Because of punch so and roll. So that's good. Yeah, seven pickups. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I, you're really good at it. So, apparently, yeah. I'm, yeah. I, apparently, I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, Amazing. I can read. Yeah. Well, so the thing is, and this is weird to say as a voice actor, I don't actually enjoy reading. No, that's not. I don't enjoy uh, I, audiobooks so at all. I audio well, don't. I don't like the process of making them. It's a lot of work. I like audio dramas. Um, yes, as an audio audiobook, those are amazing. Love it. Yes, yeah, please. I, I, I don't enjoy reading, and I think it's because I have no pictures in my head. Yeah, reading isn't a pastime for me. It's so the best way to fall seeking asleep. out audiobooks is not really <laughs> high on my list. Although maybe that'll change because I did pretty good on this one. You did. You um, did. Yeah. And that's all thanks to punch and roll. So every time I'd screw up, which often was many times per page, <laughs> often I would get maybe a sentence at a time. Uh-huh. Been I'd there. Just back so, up yeah. to wherever the last good part of that was, wherever a natural kind of stopping point was. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'd set the playhead there and I'd hit my punch and roll record, which would then pre-play like three seconds or whatever. Sure. Um and I would read along with those three seconds and then keep going until I screwed up again. Isn't it better than following the dog clicker? Oh, yeah. Especially for something that long. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. I, there's no way I would not go through 11 and a half hours oh. of plus all, all the extra time for all my screw ups sure. to find all the dog clicks and, oh. and go back and edit. No, awful. Yuck. Terrible. No, thanks. If it's short form stuff, I, I don't see a reason to try and do punch no. and roll for, for like a 30 second commercial. There are people who do. Yeah. I just I can't imagine that it would actually save time yeah. over. Yeah, punch and roll. Spring. Reset and record again. Just keep rolling record again and then i go back and listen to it and i cut out the crap yeah yep. i don't even dog click i just start over no, I just, 30 yeah. seconds right yeah. 60 seconds mm -hmm. when Who i cares? recorded that uh if this firefighters training manual three hundred thousand words punch and roll changed my life yeah you gotta i mean yeah i can't imagine doing longer form stuff without punch and roll what is it uh the fast times at ridgemont high thing oh no Learn don't it. do a quote no know it. no live it no, Whoa. no. But it's Judge Reinhold. Yeah. I don't care. I'm Gen X Come and on, I do Mr. not care. No. no, no. What? Fine. All right. There's an <laughs> empty can. I'm I'm running low on water. Last call. Anything? Learn it. Learn know it. Know it. Oh, Live no, it. no. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I cannot encourage these guys. No. Uh, seriously, okay. you, you need to know the buzzwords so that when you encounter you them on a script during an audition or even more importantly in a session, you got half a clue what the hell they're talking about. Indeed. True. But always, but ask. If you don't know, ask. Sure. Yeah. What does that mean? But hopefully after the first time you've asked, you'll remember. Retain it. Write, yes. write it down. Yeah. Or yes. Retain. Indeed. All right. See you next week. Indeed. <laughs>